Oh, God. To be honest, I don't really feel prepared to talk about this one, um, it, it, as in thinking about the dynamics of it, because I, I I partially don't really get Oliveira perfectly yet, to be honest. Um, I think Oliveira likes to draw guys in and then counter them. Um, Chandler's speed I see kind of being a problem. I see the kicks of Oliveira, if he's able to press him back, being a problem. I think this fight is the most general way I can look at it is who can push each other back. I don't know how the wrestling or grappling will look like. So I'll leave someone else else who knows what they're talking about to talk about that. Um, I can see Oliveira maybe smothering some attempts with the clinch and then getting some work done in there. I can see, I can see Chandler like setting up body shots to overhands, but then I think about it a bit more in layers and I can see Oliveira getting some counters in and then shifting and staying on Chandler constantly. I don't know whose pace is going to overwhelm who first. I don't really, I, I kind of just don't know what that fight looks like, but I imagine Oliveira would be the more active guy or at least would instantly start pressing. And once again, I think about the word depth. So I, on the feet, I think that's kind of how I feel. On the ground, um, I have no idea what that looks like. And I, d I don't really think I have a clear read of either guy's ground games against each other. But I, I feel like just on the feet alone, I kind of feel like I have to pick Oliveira. And it, it feels very superficial kind of analysis, but I just really have no idea. I, uh, I like those notes there. And as you were uh, saying, like, you know, Oliveira could totally, like, stay on him, especially after he got him hurt. Um, I could totally see that. And it just for some reason got me thinking about Oliveira calling out Max Holloway randomly, like, three or four fights ago, still wanting that fight. And I'm like, that'd be an awesome fight to see again, even if just Max came up to 155. I know, I know the fight site guys are – aren't going to be, uh, you know, uh, aren't amongst the gen pop out there who are like, we need Volk and Max 3. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I would love to see that to sidetrack. But onto this fight, um, yeah, it's funny. I do also like that Dan mentions the speed difference because that's a huge thing. Um, it was something that I said ahead of the hooker fight, and even I was surprised with how much of a speed difference it in fact was, right? Uh, and the fact that, like, like you guys said, he's still doing it, Chandler is still doing it at 34 is insane. Now, obviously, I picked Chandler. I'm high on him, and I have bias. But I, I want to state this. I don't think I've said this enough. Like, he is easily, ar arguably, but, but easily arguably, in my opinion, like the least durable cat out of all these four, by the way, especially the lightweight versions of Poirier and Oliveira. Um, so don't get it twisted. Like, even though I sided with him over Gaethje and even less reluctantly, or more reluctantly, I should say, over Poirier, like, don't get it twisted. A counter hook from either of those two could totally send those matchups in a different trajectory. And I do believe that Poirier is the hardest for Chandler in my eyes um, for what it's worth, even though I'm picking Chandler. And I'm going to pick Chandler again here um, because even though I also have up until now, I believe I picked Oliveira or at least kind of side, sided with him more favorably in all the matchups he's had that we've discussed. Um, I believe this is his toughest matchup, not just for the speed um, that I mentioned to build off of Dan's point, but when it comes to the grappling as well, uh, it is a wrestler that's going to shoot low and, uh, and shooting low as opposed to clinch would be bad against Oliveira because you're going to go into front headlock city, right? Um, and all those things. However, 
and again, this doesn't always like it's it's a really bad brush to paint with. Um, you know that Poye has got a good guillotine, so he probably can navigate through some front headlock. And even though Chandler does have a have a guillotine himself and is like submission savvy for a wrestler, um, you know I still like I don't think anyone would be surprised if Oliveira submitted Chandler. Right. Um, that being said, he's he is one of those notoriously tough guys to submit. Like you hear about even in practice, like. You know, I, I don't know how much is hyperbole of Javier Mendez going, I've never seen anybody submit Khabib in practice. Like, I'm not going to say that. In fact, like, I've seen Bantamweights who, you know, probably should be a lot better than they are. Um, but I, I, I've seen Bantamweights choke out Chandler in the gym. Older iterations of Chandler, like getting to his back at RNC and him and him getting very upset, by the way. Very upset. Um does not like that very competitive dude will not give up those subs even in practice does not like to give them up right uh that, that being said you know what happens in the gym stays in the gym that kind of stuff is crazy as it sounds folks that actually happens a lot more than y'all would realize so i'm not trying to condemn or throw shade at my guy i'm just saying like it, it wouldn't be a surprise to see Oliveira um get to any of those positions however because of the wrestling scrambling and submission savvy you know being a wrestler is not afraid to put his hooks in really well trained on how to kill jujitsu from like guys like Neil Melanson, et cetera. Um, I just feel like it would be a really bad matchup. And I feel like he could just Paul Felder his way. And that's what he probably would want to do um, with the ground and pound. Cause again, we talk about the takedowns and the finishing and the back taking ability, but that middle ground and ground and pound, it's not something Chandler does enough of, like I said before, but I think it's a big game changer potentially for all these matchups, but most specifically um, for the Oliveira uh, fight again, probably easier time getting Oliveira in one place than Gaethje, even though Oliveira is the more talented grappler, right? Which we went over. So um, that, that's why I'll, I will still stick with my Chandler bias um, here, but like, don't get it twisted. Even against one of the slowest and maybe not as knockout power guys on this list, which is Oliveira, like could Oliveira hurt Chandler um, early, you know, with something even like, sure. Like that would not surprise me by the slightest. I do think that, whether it's big cage or small cage, Chandler is the hardest matchup for Oliveira, in my opinion, um, on, 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 on this list. And it might not play out that way, but just the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, out of all these matchups, this is the one I have the least to say about, no coincidence, because it's like the grappliest one. Um, I think Chandler's defensive wrestling is going to be a trouble for Oliveira to really get comfortable because of how uh, Oliveira is... Not real, not necessarily reliant, but I think a lot of what he does, uh, a lot of his comfort is based on his ability to get fights to the ground, and it's very deserved. But I think Chandler is a much sounder defensive wrestler than Tony Ferguson at this point. Uh, I'm probably always, and I think Oliveira's a bit too vulnerable in exchanges for me to trust him against a really big bomb. It's a lot like what I said with uh, Dustin Poirier on the feet, but without the massive gaping hole and takedown defense, where I think. Uh, Michael Chandler can like play with his guard a little bit. We saw Chandler hit the body of Dan Hooker very, very committedly after he saw that opening. And I think Oliveira is pretty liable to that too, because of Oliveira's like he's more comfortable as a striker offensively in the pocket, but defensively he's still quite rudimentary. I think Chandler can get to his body and build up to the head. I think Chandler, um, if it goes long, I think Chandler can take over both with the body work and just with the pace that he can push. I think putting Oliveira on the back foot is an interesting way to maybe give him some trouble because Oliveira's mostly been a, a pressurer 
in his recent run, but I also think a lot of it's been based on guys being really scared of his grappling. And I'm not sure Chandler has to be when he's uh, such a sound defensive wrestler and when he's such a, uh, a good grappler himself. Uh, I think Oliveira is going to struggle in that fight to get his fight. But again, there's also the threat of uh, Oliveira being able to draw out a bad, a bad leg attack from Chandler, just like how he did against Kevin Lee, you know, kicked him in the body and immediately guillotined him, which is pretty cool. But I'm not sure it's as accessible against someone who's not going to give up the back foot. We saw even in the Kevin Lee fight, uh, Oliveira is, he's a good bottom player, but I'm not sure he's like the elite, super dangerous uh, Joe Rogan. He has the dangerous guard type guard player. Uh, and no one is aside from like Anthony Pettis. Uh, there aren't many guys who can like just explode into subs out of neutral. It's just not a thing that people are good at. And for good reason, especially as guys get better on top and Chandler is no exception. So I think Chandler has a bunch of roots here to stay safe. Uh, it's just Oliveira always has that, you know, something happens, you guys end up in a messy scramble and he just ends up on like a calf slicer or something. But uh, I, I think I'll pick Chandler to win this most of the time. Yeah, I I love this fight. I hope it happens eventually. I hope it's not the next one, but I hope it happens for the title, perhaps. That'd be cool. Um, but five-rounder for sure. Uh, yeah, you guys have all made excellent points. I agree with basically everything. This is a good one to talk about. Chandler's defensive wrestling is outstanding. Um, really, the only times I haven't seen it look good are those deep in the fight moments where, you know, he's very tired. A lot has happened and maybe he's trying to cheat the defense. Like I was talking about with Gaethje and like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to dive on the leg. I'm going to funk roll. I'm going to Granby stuff like that rather than like, I'm going to fight the hands and, you know, try to separate and do all that really laborious hand fighting and things that you're supposed to do. Um, which is funny. That's the athlete option. He's like, you know, my arms are kind of tired, so it's it's difficult for me to do the traditional defense of this. So I'm going to do the really difficult acrobatic maneuver instead because that's actually easier for me to do right now, um, which you see in college and all the time. People Granby instead of trying to do a traditional get up because they're tired. And it's like wrestlers are a different species. Um, it's so funny, but his defense is outstanding uh, in pretty much every position, and he's it's it's technically sound it's athletic it's physical um i gushed over it in uh, the other article that i wrote about what a fight with him and khabib would look like i think he would do really well in that match if i'm not saying i would pick a man's khabib but i think he could really show off what he's got in, in that kind of situation uh and i think this is a fight where he can kind of pick how he wants to do it um if he wants to pressure and try to take him down and felder him i think that's there i think that could work if he wants to stand with him i think that could work I think there's a lot of danger, regardless. Um, we talked about transitional submissions, definitely a factor. I think uh, Chandler's submission defense and fights has looked good. He hasn't fought anyone who's like actually as much of a submission threat as Oliveira is. <laughs> that's supposed to be what Brent Primus is, but let's be honest, that's not even a close comparison. Um, guy who has done a go-go plata versus you know, one of... One of the uh, yeah, Yamauchi. That's that's a good one as well. He he uh, he grappled him the whole time, right? Goethe. Okay, thank you, Dan Tom. Uh, we, we can cheat and tell each other things in the chat. Um, but yeah, this would this would be the best guard player and, and grappler that he's fought. Um, if Oliveira ends up taking him down, then I would be very worried. But I just think the avenues to getting to that point one, Oliveira would have to be pressuring him, or you know, get a reactive shot, which I don't. You know, with the height differential, I think it'd be really tough. Um, for Oliveira to do. It just doesn't feel like a comfortable way for Oliveira to fight this one. I think Oliveira would actually give him some space and try to outfight a little bit and counter his pressure. 
encounter is wrestling. I think that would be his avenue, um, which would be smart, honestly, because I talked about it the last time, the first time I discussed Oliveira. His striking weapons are very good for anti-wrestling. Um, they're very linear. Um, you know, the front snap kick and, you know, jabbing and a lot of straight hitting. And for Chandler, who's basically every reaction is, you know, hard charging level change in, uh, no matter what he's doing, that would probably work really well. What we saw against Dan Hooker was that Chandler did take a few like stutter steps. wasn't It wasn't like it wasn't necessarily fainting entries, but he he waited. He he picked his spots a little more patiently than we've we've seen him in the past. Um, let Hooker try to get off his own offense, and then then picked his entries based on that. Um, and you know got him in uncomfortable positions with his feet before he attacked. So that was a little smarter than we've seen from him other times uh, in his career. Oliveira, I think is pretty dangerous off the back foot. I believe the, uh, like the Jared Gordon knockout, he was on the back foot and, uh, you know, hit him with, with the uppercut or something like that. And then like several pivoted off and hit him again or something of that nature. You can correct me, but it, it was off the back foot. So he's still dangerous there. He doesn't fall apart completely. He's still interested in hitting the Kevin Lee fight is when, even when Lee tried to pressure him or stop it, uh, when they're colliding, all those things were still happening. And like I said, he's pulling the head and hitting him and trying to work him down, which would be a lot more available against Chandler, who is shorter. Uh, we talked about Chandler's height a lot in the last <laughs> podcast. I'm going to try not to do that again. Um, shorter than advertised is what we landed on. Uh, and Oliveira is pretty tall for the division. So I think that would be weird in this matchup. It does open up the body hitting, like I said before. But again, this is someone where a little bit differently than Dan Hooker, he's more consistent with his use of tools that, that punish level changes. It's not like one big thing, like it's a knee. Where like, I'm going to knock you out if you level change hard into me. It's a lot of little things constantly that, that are better for that. Although, we haven't seen that as much. Uh, we didn't see that as much in the, uh, in the Tony Ferguson fight. So he approached that one as, I'm going to counter your pressure. Um, yeah, thanks, Dan Albert, telling me about the uh, caught him on the back foot, turn him, then hit the collars high uppercut. Cool. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, in the Tony Ferguson fight, which was a time where Oliveira said, I'm going to counter your pressure. He, uh, his, his volume is a lot lower. He's kind of waiting on Ferguson to do his thing. And we talked about the speed differential. Waiting on Michael Chandler is a bad idea. I think we have figured that out <laughs> so far. You shouldn't do that, um, especially if you're not amazing defensively on the back foot. Like we said that Oliver is still dangerous there, but I think he's like the cage craft technician that's going to you know be able to get out of the way. Like, I think he's still going to be able to offer offense, but you know if he doesn't rock you and have you in front of him not doing anything, to turn off, I think you can still put him on the cage. Um, Dan, Tom, you really inspired a lot of confidence for me and Chandler the last panel we did when you talked about his coaching situations. I don't know if that was on the record or off the record, but basically you talked about how his rise was all through Extreme Couture and the coaches he had there. He spent some time at another gym where you were aware of a coaching situation that wasn't great for him. And that's when the Will Brooks fights happened. Uh, and then he moved to, to Henry Hoof's gym, which has been five different names at this point. Um, <laughs> hold on, it was Black Zillions. And I think for a while they weren't Black Zillions. They were like the Hako Training Center They're by their sponsor. And then they were uh, Hard Knocks 365, and now they're Sanford. There'll probably be another one <laughs> down the line. They're not done changing their name, but it's the Henry Hoof gym. Um, he's, he's been developing very well there. Uh, it's been great for him. And I think he absorbs a lot from his training partners. I think him and Usman have been an amazing match. I don't know if Usman's still there full-time anymore. He might have migrated permanently. Uh, 
to uh, Colorado, but they've been awesome for each other. I think Gilbert Burns is a training partner that could really make a difference here. Uh, not that Burns and Oliveira are that similar as grapplers. I don't think it's like he's going to give them the looks that Oliveira is going to give him, but I think he can replicate a lot of it. And I think he can tell him, here's what you do for that to be less of a threat. Uh, and I think he's going to be going to him immediately and say, help me <laughs> if I'm fighting Charles Oliveira. Um, so I think that opened up the avenues a little bit more for him to be putting him on the cage and wrestling him, which I think he would do pretty well. Uh, Oliveira is not the best defensive wrestler because he doesn't feel like he needs to be most of the time. It's not really a factor a lot of the time for him. This would be one of the times where it would need to happen. And I think um, that would be a good avenue for him. So attacking the body, the speed differential, the options, uh, like you've all said, the durability is definitely a question, I think for both of them, but a little bit more for Chandler at this point. Uh, so it could go south quickly, but I could, I just visualizing the win. Um, there's just a lot more ways that I could see Chandler winning this one than, than the other fights. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to pick Michael Chandler this time. I, I, I betrayed him previously, but this time I'm going to go for him. <laughs>